Hello, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery, and I am your host today. Uh, Jeremiah is off. Actually, today's Thanksgiving Day, so I don't know what day you're listening to this, um, but uh, happy Thanksgiving. Um, I'm taking a little break from all the cooking I've been doing, so uh, I just thought let's uh, set aside some time for the Lord and and uh, hear what he has to say for us, to us. So uh, happy Thanksgiving. I hope that you are enjoying your day wherever it is that you are. Um, I'm assuming that this is being heard in just America. America has Thanksgiving on uh, the th- last Thursday uh, of, <clears throat> of November. So uh, it's Thanksgiving for us. Uh, every day should be a Thanksgiving. But uh, anyway, um, hope you're enjoying your day. So uh, let's dig right into this because it is kind of long, um, yeah, but we'll start out with prayer, of course, uh, first. And let me just first say thank you for joining me. Uh, thank you for listening and thank you for being a part of this podcast. Uh, it doesn't go unnoticed that you're listening or hearing us. So thank you so much. All right. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you so much for all that you provide for us. We thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus Christ, Lord. We thank you for his sacrifice on the cross and uh, the forgiveness of all of our sins, Lord. We thank you. Uh, We are not worthy of it, uh, but you deserve all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. We're so thankful that you are in control of uh, everything. Lord, thank you for those listeners that are out there and their dedication to reading their Bible one chapter at a time. So, Lord, I just ask you to put a covering over this time in this moment. Uh, Reveal to us exactly what it is that you want us to hear out of your word today. Uh, Thank you for providing this this book, this Bible, this autobiography uh, of of who you are and who Jesus is. So, Lord, thank you and uh, bless this time. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so let's uh, go ahead and start with uh, episode 8.5. This is chapter 12, and uh, Jesus is continuing to teach the, uh, the people uh, about, you know, uh, he's just giving them life lessons, basically, and hopefully we'll get something today, too. Parable of the Evil Farmers Then Jesus began teaching them with these stories. A man planted a vineyard. He built a wall around it, dug a pit for pressing out the grape juice, and built a lookout tower. Then he leased the vineyard to tenant farmers and moved to another country. At the time of the grape harvest, he sent one of his servants to collect his share of the crop. But the farmers grabbed the servant, beat him up, and sent him back empty-handed. The owner then sent another servant, but they insulted him and beat him over the head. The next servant he sent was killed. Others he sent were either beaten or killed, until there was only one left, his son, whom he loved dearly. The owner finally sent him, thinking, surely they will respect my son. But the tenant farmers said to one another, here comes the heir to this estate. Let's kill him and get the estate for ourselves. So they grabbed him and murdered him and threw his body out of the vineyard. What do you suppose the owner of the vineyard will do? Jesus asked. I'll tell you. He will come and kill those farmers and leave the vineyard 
I'm sorry, lease the vineyard to others. <clears throat> Didn't you ever read this in the scriptures? The stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing, and it was wonderful. It is wonderful to see. The religious leaders wanted to arrest Jesus because they realized he was telling the story against them. They were they were the wicked farmers, but they were afraid of the crowd, so they left him and went away. <clears throat> Taxes for Caesar. Later, the leaders sent some Pharisees and supporters of Herod to trap Jesus into saying something for which he could be arrested. Teacher, they said, we know how honest you are. You are impartial and don't play favorites. You teach the way of God thoughtfully. I'm sorry, truthfully. Now tell us, is it right to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay them or shouldn't we? Jesus saw through their hypocrisy and said, why are you trying to trap me? Show me a Roman coin and I'll tell you. When they handed it to him, he asked, whose picture and title are stamped on it? Caesar's, they replied. Well, then Jesus said, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and give to God what belongs to God. His reply completely amazed them. Discussion about resurrection. Then Jesus was approached by some Sadducees, religious leaders who say there is no resurrection from the dead. They posed this question. Teacher, Moses gave us a law that if a man dies leaving a wife without children, his brother should marry the widow and have a child who will carry on the brother's name. Well, suppose there were seven brothers, the oldest one married and then died without children. So the second brother married the widow, but he also died without children. Then the third brother married her. This continued with all seven of them, and still there were no children. Last of all, the woman also died. So tell us whose wife will be will he be whose wife will she be in the resurrection for all seven were married to her Jesus replied your mistake is that you don't know the scriptures and you don't know the power of God for when the dead rise they will neither marry nor be given in marriage in this respect they will be like the angels in heaven But now as to whether the dead will be raised haven't you ever read about this in the writings of Moses, in the story of the burning bush? Long after Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob had died, God said to Moses, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. So he is the God of the, of the living, not the dead. You have made a serious error. The most important commandment. One of the teachers of religious law was standing there listening to the, the debate. He realized that Jesus had answered well, so he asked, Of all the commandments, <clears throat> which is the most important? Jesus re replied, The most important commandment is this. Listen, O Israel, the Lord our God is the one and only Lord, and you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. The teacher of religious law replied, Well said, teacher. You have spoken the truth by saying that there is only one God and no other. And I know it is important to love him with all my heart and all my understanding and all my strength and to love my neighbor as myself. This is more important than to offer all the burnt offerings and sacrifices required in the law. Realizing how much the man understood, Jesus said to him, 
You are not far from the kingdom of God. And after that, no one dared to ask him any more questions. Whose son is the Messiah? Later, as Jesus was teaching the people in the temple, he asked, why do, why do the teachers of religious law claim that the Messiah is the son of David? For David himself, speaking under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit in the place of honor at my right hand, and I humble your enemies beneath your feet. Since David himself called the Messiah, my Lord, how can the Messiah be his son? The large crowd listened to him with great delight. <clears throat> Jesus also taught, beware of these teachers of the religious law, for they like to parade around in flowing robes and receive res uh, respectful greetings as they walk in the marketplaces. And how they love the seats of honor in the synagogues and the head tables at banquets. Yet they shamelessly cheat widows out of their property and then pretend to be pious by making long prayers in public. Because of this, they will be more severely punished. The widow's, the widow's offering. Jesus sat down near the collection box in the temple and watched as the crowds dropped in their money. Many rich people put in large amounts. Then a poor widow came and dropped in two small coins. Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I tell you the truth, this poor widow has given more than all the others who are making contributions, for they gave a tiny part of their surplus, but she, poor as she is, has given everything she has to live on. All right, so um, going back to uh, the beginning uh, when Jesus is talking about uh, the farmers um, uh, he, they kill off and they beat up all of the servants that he sends the, the main the owner and at the end in, uh, in 6 it says surely they will respect my son and of course I believe that's what he's talking about Jesus there and, uh, but the tenant farmer said to one another, here comes the heir to the estate. So they grab him, murdered him and threw his body out of the vineyard. So basically they're doing exactly what is going to happen to, to Jesus. You know, they murder him. And, uh, and then he goes on to say, didn't you ever read in the scriptures, the stone that the builders rejected, which is Jesus has now become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing, and it is wonderful to see. And the religious leaders realize that they're the evil farmers that are killing Jesus. And they don't know what to do with that because they can't, because everybody likes Jesus right now. And then again, you know, giving to Caesar what is Caesar's, if, you know, Caesar's coin has his name on face stamped on it, uh, but give to God what is God's. And basically everything is God's. So, um, and then the discussion about uh, about the about resurrection. Uh, the last thing I underlined was uh, the last line was so he is the God of the living, not the dead. Um, I think that's that's exactly what he he wants us to live. He wants us to live a good life. He wants us to live uh, according to his laws and. Uh, he wants us to live for the kingdom. Um, so he's a God of, of the living, uh, not the people who are dead living in this world. 
and then uh, what is the most important commandment? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. That is the greatest commandment. I, I underline that whole thing. Um, I thought it was interesting that there's one religious leader, one of the teachers, who's kind of getting it. And that's kind of interesting. And, God, and Jesus recognizes that at the end. Uh, realizing how much the man understood, Jesus said, you're not far from the kingdom of God. So if he, like, he just kept listening, you know, he'll, he'll get it. He'll finally get it. Uh, and then um, who is the Messiah? Obviously, the, son, the Messiah can't be the son of David because David is speaking to the Messiah as his Lord. So you don't say that to your children, obviously. Uh, and then he's talking about how the leaders of religious law uh, are pretending to be pious, making long prayers, stealing from the widows. Uh, and he says, because of this, they will be more severely punished. You know, they're acting like it, but they're really not. You know, they're acting, you know, godly, and uh, but they're not. And then, of course, the last is a little, I think he's kind of touching a little bit on tithing. You know, give what one-tenth of what you earn, uh, first fruits. Uh, and she gave. She gave everything she had uh, because she believes. So, uh, which is more than those who can afford to give. So, God honors that. All right. That's uh, chapter 12, episode 8.5. And... Uh, Again, always an honor and a blessing to be able to do this with you. Um, today is a day of thanks and um, counting our blessings. And uh, I have so much to be thankful for. I am blessed with uh, both of my boys uh, in my house today with my husband. And uh, I'm just thankful that uh, uh, my son, my older son, Joshua, decided to come home and spend a couple of days with us. So I'm uh, thankful for that. And... Uh, smell of turkey in my house and the smell of pies and stuffing and all sorts of yummy stuff. I can't wait to eat dinner. So uh, those are things that I'm thankful for and God has blessed us and uh, I'm thankful for that too. So if you have not made a uh, decision for Jesus, um, here's your opportunity to, uh, to do that. I will never uh, not give you that opportunity to say the prayer. Um, it's, uh, it's between you and God and your heart and, uh, and, and realizing, uh, you know, who is your Lord and Savior and who you want to follow. So, <clears throat> so let's, uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome to the kingdom of heaven and into eternity. Uh, now, uh, I suggest and uh, encourage you to uh, continue pursuing it. Um, you know, don't let the seeds fall on, what is it, on uh, rocky soil. Um, you know, you have to feed it and continue reading and learning. So get to a church, uh, find a pastor who can help you, uh, answer questions, uh, get involved. 
and um, and and just start living for Jesus. So, congratulations and uh, thank you for uh, giving me this um, opportunity to be able to read with you and uh, to uh, enjoy learning yet something new from from the Bible. So, uh, so have a great day. What a day, night, morning, whatever it is, whatever time it is that you're able to watch this. And uh, uh, if you're in America and you're celebrating Thanksgiving, uh, happy Thanksgiving. And we'll see you tomorrow with uh, Jeremiah. We, we'll be doing our podcast together. So uh, we'll see you then. Take care and uh, we'll see you later.